Hi, and welcome to Recover Ed. In this series, we provide education on the disease of alcoholism, recovery, and the Magdalene Health Services. We hope these episodes serve as a valuable tool to help you better understand the alcoholic and our mission here at the Magdalene House. To receive more information on alcoholism and recovery, you can request a speaker at magdalenehealth.org education for in-person and virtual presentations. Right. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Ainsley Chapman. I'm the director of outreach at the Magdalene House, and this is an episode of Recover Ed, where we talk about alcoholism, provide education, and we also interview some of our community partners and talk about how we can, as nonprofit organizations, work together and support our communities. Um, so today I have Lauren Shields with Shatterproof. Hey, Lauren. Hey, everyone. Super excited to be here yeah, today. Thanks for being here. Um, Lauren is the development director for Shatterproof. And so I just want to talk a little bit about what you all do and what is Shatterproof's mission and what are you doing there? Yeah. So like I said, super excited to be here today um, and super blessed for the opportunity also to be with Shatterproof. I am fairly new to the organization about three, four months, I guess, now that we're entering July um, as the development director for the Dallas area as well as Atlanta. Um, but Shatterproof is a national nonprofit organization whose mission is to reverse the addiction crisis in America. So we focus on three pillars, um, revolutionizing addi- addiction treatment, ending the negative stigma that follows, and then also supporting and educating our communities. Amazing. So we, you know, we both work on educating and getting out into the community and trying to help reduce that stigma by just being open about our stories and who we are. So um, how did you find out about Shatterproof and what made you want to get involved in the organization? I love this question because I feel like Aside from working in our field, it's something, it's not a question that we get asked a lot or that I guess it's a question that we would be almost somewhat afraid to answer in any other type of field, right? right. Any other type of industry. So I came across Chatterproof because I am actually from Kentucky, moved here to Dallas in August and was looking for um, ways to volunteer for any type of rehabilitation centers, domestic violence shelters, churches, things like that. Um, And Shatterproof actually came across my LinkedIn page. So I wasn't actually familiar with Shatterproof before then. I came across this on LinkedIn and actually applied for the job to be the development director. And since then, it has been just just an incredible blessing getting to learn more about our volunteers. We're returning back in person, right? Yes, what, it's so nice. Yeah, yeah, what we would say is in person after two years of, I mean, really trickly, strictly isolation. Um, so grassroots organization, just very excited to have engagements like this and bring Shatterproof back to the face of, of people. Yeah, so then you started working there during the pandemic when things were 
basically shut down, right? Well, no, actually. I started this past April. Oh, so okay. So after pandemic. But I feel like as if I've almost worked there during the pandemic, just from the way that, um, you know, we talk to our volunteers, mm-hmm. engage with them. And the way that we've kind of transitioned the work that we do, like most people, right? We've kind of learned what can actually be done virtually. But it's also been beautiful because lots of things like support groups that are national and that can be done and hosted through zoom microsoft teams things like that so it's actually i feel like broaden the ability for people to reach resources in their recovery yeah and that's something you know we had the same experience where you know at the beginning of the pandemic we were like what are we going to do um we had never really thought about doing things virtually before because we love to see each other's faces and be together um and started running some virtual programs and have kept a lot of them, including this podcast, which was just, you know, going to be a way for people to stay connected with us, but Mm -hmm. everyone has really loved it. So I know for most of us that work in any kind of recovery or mental health organization, we usually have some kind of connection to the mission. Um, Is there any, do you have a connection to this mission and, and what is that like being able to contribute to it? Yeah, so I do actually a long, long, um, come from a long, long generation of um, individuals in my family with substance use disorder. So, you know, more personally, my mother, who is, or who has celebrated six years in recovery, June 13th. And she's actually, yeah, I mentioned to you, she's flying down today. So I'm getting to, getting to spend some time with her. Um, And it wasn't, but it wasn't like that for a while, right? Mm -hmm. So I find hope in where she is now, but so many others that we speak to. She started, um, you know, her substance use started, I believe, you know, long before I even realized because I was a child. So, um, but I began to kind of understand once she was taken away from us and and, and incarcerated at the age of 13. Mm -hmm. Um, And from there, I think that kind of, you know, sparked, I guess, something in me to where I am diving more into understanding what substance use disorder is. What even is this? What is my mom feeling? What is she going through? So that's kind of when I started, you know, understanding more, right? Now, was I understanding from the perspective that I understand now? Not really sure. Yeah. Lots of things play into that. My age, um, different people's perspective on individuals that have substance use disorder Mm -hmm. or mental health illness, right? Yeah. Um, There's several different perspectives that we try to deal with and try to understand um, and perspectives that can be pushed on you in your adolescence. So my mom was incarcerated from the time I was 13 till about the time I was 22, so graduating college. And that was really, really hard for me to try to understand, you know, the question of why, which I Mm -hmm. think a lot of us who love individuals who struggle with substance use disorder and mental health health illness, we we ask ourselves why. More specific, from a child's perspective, um, you know, these questions, you know, and they're raw, right? But they're true. So why is my mom not able to find the time to hang out with me? Mm -hmm. Why is she making plans and then ditching me? Why haven't I heard from her from days? What is she doing? Um, And things like that. 
But now she, like I mentioned, she's flying down to Dallas. We have spent six years reestablishing that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a work in progress too. Right. I've had to do a lot of educating myself to understand her own feelings and the way, um, you know, her recovery works and other recoveries work for people because it's not the same. Everybody's journey is completely mm-hmm. different, but also learning about her own journey I've also learned about myself. Mm-hmm. So understanding my tendencies that I have to also fall into substance use disorder yeah. too. Yeah. So I know that we've kind of talked about mm-hmm. that too outside of this podcast, but I see so much of her in me, mm-hmm. um, which is not a bad thing. She's an incredible person, incredible mom, right? But substance use, it's it's an illness and it can, it can pull us away from what matters most. Not that we intend for it to, right. but it, it does, it controls us. Um, so I have been able to, like I said, find my own tendencies and, and learn about myself, but also through working with Shatterproof and it feels like, you know, a lifetime, but it really has only been about four months processing my own emotions, my own trauma and my own experiences. And it's really prepped me with the skills I need to maybe ask those questions or have conversations with my mom or um, even my dad, who's in active addiction without um, feeling like I'm pointing the finger, right? So showing true compassion and having those conversations, educating myself about resources that are available should there come a time where those resources are needed, not just family, but friends too. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like through your work you've been able to learn more about this and through education we can have a more open mind Mm -hmm. and not have as much you know first misunderstanding or trying to figure out the reasons why someone is doing this to me we can see that they have an illness so how would you how would you describe your relationship with your mom now I know she's coming in and that's really exciting so I know things are good so you know I wish that I could say that it was always you know, rainbows and butterflies, right? <laughs> but it wasn't. Right. You know, being 13, that's a crucial age for your mom. And you, and, and I needed her there, mm-hmm. right? So there for a little bit, there was um, a lot of anger towards her, right? Um, back to those questions of yeah. why aren't you showing up? Yeah. You know, why aren't you... Why are you leaving me at the door waiting for you? Why have you not called me in days? What are you doing? Who are you with? Things like that. Um, And not just me, but anger for my family, right? I'm seeing Mm -hmm. my dad process these emotions, my brothers too, us just trying to figure it out. Um, But she has found, I guess, also in her recovery journey, a sense of showing herself grace in mm-hmm. her own story and being able to say and be be open and honest of of why and a lot of that is the disease right right, right. it was never like she woke up one day and was like i'm going to choose right. not to go pick up my daughter because i i told her i would but i'm going to wake up and i'm i'm not doing that like yeah. i'm choosing today not to do that i don't want to i don't love her like that was never what was in the back of her head mm-hmm. but we've been able to have really really good conversations with one another and open up about our feelings and where we are and we still have questions and we're still we're still going through it right because I feel like there was also a point where 
my my childhood was kind of taken away from me. Yeah. So here I am being the parent now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was hard. And nobody asked me to do that, right? Yeah. That was just something that, um, that's my mom. So um, going to care for her, you know, she's always going to be at the top of my mind. So, but now, you know, we're, we're older. I am engaged. I live in Dallas. And like I shared with you, expecting, and there's been so many beautiful things that have come from her recovery journey and not just within her, but within me yeah, too. Definitely. So seeing her, you know, that she can do it has kind of instilled something in me. Okay. Well, I can too. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I just love how much you all promote education because it is such a way to open up people's minds Mm -hmm. and realize that it's not a choice that no one you know decides to grow up and be an addict or alcoholic um and it's just something that I'm really passionate about and just getting up because I think even as someone in recovery myself I didn't understand Mm -hmm. what my problem was for Mm -hmm. a long time and I thought I'm a bad person I'm making bad decisions and then I got to learn you know I have this illness and Mm -hmm. so it's not my fault that I'm this way but I am responsible for my recovery so it's just I think your story with your mom and your work at Shatterproof now is just such an amazing testimony of like how recovery can be this beautiful thing and that it's not all doom and gloom a lot of it is really hard and Mm -hmm. a lot of it is really dark but then there is this hope on the other side people have asked me before you know oh your job must be really hard I'm like, it's not, it's so fun. It's right. such a happy, joyful place to be. Do you feel like you get to experience that now too, like with your mom and your work? Yes. And, yeah. Oh my gosh. And I try not to get emotional, right? <laughs> because it, you really, until you, you've lived it and until you have conversations with people who have, it is, you don't understand it. Yeah. So I, I strongly encourage anyone who loves someone who is struggling with substance use disorder, alcoholism, any of that, mental health too, yeah, anyone who loves someone, anyone who's lost someone, if you're struggling yourself, be brave, right? And, mm-hmm. and know that you're loved. Yeah. And I feel like today, and yes, there's still those um, perspectives that people have, um, and there's still going to be times that you you do feel shame because not everybody has the same mindset that we do, yeah. right? Not yeah. everybody has the heart that we do. But at the end of the day, you are making the best decision for yourself and for the people that you love. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this is your own destiny, right? And the beautiful thing, um, like Maggie's House and Shatterproof and all of these incredible other organizations that I have met with is the resources are there, yeah. right? But so is the compassion. Yeah. So are the people that are in recovery themselves that are now working at these organizations too. Mm-hmm. So there's so much beauty in it. And I think about when my mom was in and out of what it felt like, what was in and out of these rehabilitation homes, sobriety homes, there was never a time where we were sat down and we had a conversation about what was actually taking place, right? Yeah. It was just, hey, show up for this one hour, 30 minute, you know, session with your mom and have fun and color and do this. But I'm now, I mean, how incredible would it be to actually do an activity yes. or be supplied resources mm-hmm. where you can understand your parent, your sister, your brother, your daughter, whoever it may be, 
where they're at right now, where they've been and where they're yeah. going, because yeah. that would have helped me, you know, that would help my, my brothers, even my dad yeah. so much in, in our healing too, and understanding. So it's, it's incredible, right? To see where recovery, the stigma, the resources, the understanding from providers and things like that are going, but also there's a lot of work still left to there be is. done. You know, I was nerding out and looking through your website and then found this report on stigma, which I thought was really interesting. And long story short, because I can't remember all the numbers, but I do remember, I think it said about 75% of people that were interviewed did not believe that addiction was a chronic illness. Mm -hmm. And that was shocking to me because... I'm so used to living in the recovery world. I'm surrounded Mm -hmm. by people in recovery. My family gets it. It's just, it's my world. And so I, it's important to remember that there is still so much work to do and that that stigma still does exist. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you experience still today? Yeah, I feel like more so, um, in the workplace, right? Mm-hmm. Not our workplaces, right. <laughs> but in other workplaces. Yeah. Um, and Shatterproof is taking the next steps to make sure that corporate companies, uh, school districts, anyone who is willing to take that next step in educating and supporting mm-hmm. their colleagues, families, um, whoever it may be, in educating themselves in substance use disorder, mm-hmm. right? Um, so we have a program too that's called Just Five, and it's fairly new. Um, and you know we're moving through it, and we're learning. And there's other ways that we can um, work and collaborate with organizations to tailor it to them. Um, but we've also done a couple surveys too of pre just five and post just five that's really interesting. so i'll have to show you that and it's incredible how this program so it's a six minute self-assessment tool and it's incredible to see just within that just five program just doing that the change in numbers Mm, right yeah so for example like you mentioned that 75 percent who doesn't believe that substance use disorder is an illness prep them walk them through just five, those six steps, six minute assessments. Post, the percentage and decrease is huge. That's amazing. And that's just through our Just Five program, right? So you wonder if we can get a program like this into every corporate organization, into every ministry, into every school district, what it could do for our community in the healing process, right? In the recovery process, in the consequence process. Yeah, that's amazing. I think in the workplace, especially, you know, I am so grateful. I work somewhere that I can just be fully open about everything. Um, But it is difficult and you don't know how people are going to react. And I think that what y'all are doing is going to make such a big difference. Just even that little bit of education Mm -hmm. really opens the door because you should be able to go to your employer and say, I'm struggling and I need to go get help. And to be able to have that support is just crucial. And so the other thing that made me think about was Atlas, which I know we have talked about a little bit before um, and is something that's not here in Texas yet, right? but hopefully will be soon. So 
Tell me a little bit about that. Yes, so Atlas is our addiction treatment locator assessment system. And like you mentioned, it's not in Texas yet, but we are proud to say that it is now in 11 states, so reaching 28% of the population. Um, And it is there to serve Um, as our pillar mentioned, to revolutionize addiction treatment. So we know one big, you know, kind of bump in the road sometimes for families and individuals is access Mm -hmm. to, you know, care, access to um, proven, Mm -hmm. right, sustainable care too. Um, So Atlas is a portal that we work with um, within these states to make sure that um, it is a, I guess, a hub, a house where, um, how Shatterproof believes rehabilitation centers that are proven, scientifically proven to be successful. That's amazing. I know that one of the hardest things is just finding somewhere to get help. And it can be so disheartening and so discouraging and you don't know where to start. You just start Googling and yeah. <laughs> you're like, I don't know if this place is right for me. Is right. it safe? Is it good? I don't know. Um, and that's just something that we need. We yeah. need something where people can just look it up and find the right treatment for them right then and there. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I'm hoping that that will be in Texas soon and I will <laughs> advocate for it being here for sure. So how can people get involved in Shatterproof? What are some ways that they can get involved and be a part of your mission? So we have several right, several ways. Um, so we are a national organization, right? We don't have individuals in every market um, that have kind of boots on the ground every mm-hmm. day like, like um, me, yeah. for instance. But uh, you can visit the Shatterproof website shatterproof.org, which I would encourage everyone to do because the abundance of resources that Mm -hmm. are free, right? Free resources that are on there, they're tremendous. I hear continuous good feedback about the support groups that are offered on there, whether you're grieving, right? Whether Mm -hmm. you're in recovery, you've lost a loved one. There are several different resources, not just for the individual that is um, struggling with substance use disorder, but for the family members and friends too. On there, you can also learn a little bit more about the background of Shatterproof, um, our CEO, Gary Mendel, his personal story and personal connection um, to why Shatterproof was founded. And then also on there, you can have access to our National Memorial Gallery, right? Yeah. So these are um, all of the faces across the nation through our volunteers, family members, um, friends, you name it, um, that are honoring their loved ones on the National Memorial Gallery. And it is pages after pages, right? Unfortunately. Right, yeah. But I would recommend you go and take a look on there. It shares pictures, um, a little bit about them and personal information from their loved ones. But it is moving, right? It it fuels you with power to Mm -hmm. continue to, and you know, I'm just going to be blunt, to throw this in people's faces, right? right? Yeah. So This is a thing. This is happening. Here's the face, right? And here in your own communities, Mm -hmm. here in Dallas, Texas, here down Gatson Avenue, right? Yeah. So it's it's just very moving and, um, and empowering to see 
that those are just some of the examples of what you can find on our website and then of course you can also see um, all of our staff so if you're looking for a local staff member to reach out to whether it be a part of the atlas initiative Mm -hmm. so you're wanting to get behind that you're you're passionate about it you can contact them if you're looking to get more involved with our stigma initiative Mm -hmm. which is something that is um, newer for us this year so for example we launched an unchained kentucky stigma campaign that is going on right now and i'm i'm a little more passionate about because I'm from Kentucky, yeah, right? That's so cool. Yeah. So it's great to make that connection yeah. back to home and see that it's there. But um, Kentucky, I will say, needs it. Yeah. So it's exactly where it needs to be, yeah. but it also needs to be in other states too. Um, so if reversing the negative stigma that follows those with substance use disorder, mental health illness, if that's your passion, reach out to our stigma team, right? Yeah. Get connected with them. We also have an ambassadors program. So if you're in recovery, if you love someone in recovery, if you've lost someone, if you're just passionate about substance use disorder and passionate about the work that we do in recovery, you can also apply to be an ambassador for Shatterproof. We have about two to 3,000 across the nation. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And what do the ambassadors do? So we, and I'm still learning about this myself, right? So our ambassadors are, I guess, what we would call um, our local faces of Shatterproof. Individuals that can speak to what we do, individuals that can speak to their own personal testimonies and really add almost their expertise in the area that they're in. Yeah. So um, Dallas, Texas in particular, the ambassadors that are here, they're passionate about Shatterproof and what we do. Anytime there's anything that we may need, so whether it's a um, lunch and learn, whether it's just knocking on doors, we want to tell people about Shatterproof. Yeah. Whether it's having a team in our walk, right? Yeah. Um, teaching um, just five in school districts, like our ambassadors are there to support Shatterproof in that way. Um, they're able to connect us. They're able to even volunteer their own time to do it. Yeah. Um, just because they're, they're passionate about this. They're mm-hmm. passionate about not only what Shatterproof does, but passionate about organizations like Maggie Maggie's House, right? Mm-hmm. So just bringing it to the local community and being loud about it. Yeah, I love that. We are always talking about just being living out loud you know I think it's our podcast basically is all about uh just living out loud and talking about your story Mm -hmm. and the more we talk about it the more awareness that there is and the less stigma there is you know it's every single time I talk to someone about the work that I do and then tell them you know I'm in recovery it just it, it they're like oh I my so-and-so, my, my mom, my uncle, my, I wish this place existed when mm-hmm. my grandmother was struggling. You mm-hmm. know, we hear that all the time. So we've got to get out there and really talk about it and be open. Yeah, we have our, so, you know, kind of what, what, what my role is at Shatterproof is we have our Rise Up Against Addiction walks that yes, take place, right? I'm so excited about that. Everybody knows Shatterproof, mostly for the repelling event that we used to yes, do, right? So that's repelling what I remember. Side, yeah. The side of the building showing that you're stronger than addiction. Yes. How incredibly powerful, right? Yeah. And I still hear stories about that every single day. That that are That is a lot of our volunteers and individual, individuals that are still in recovery. That was their first experience with that's Shatterproof. Oh, I remember hearing about you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So unfortunately, we don't do the repelling event anymore, but we do have our Rise Up Against Addiction walks that take place in seven markets, but we also have the um, ability for individuals to rise up their way. So that's another beautiful thing that came out of this two years of isolation, right, mm-hmm. is there's still work to be done. There's still communities that need to be impacted. Yeah. There's still families that we need to support. 
So we still have that option and it's become beautiful. There's there's a lot of community events, smaller community events that have been created under mm-hmm. the Rise Up Your Way pillar. But we do, we are coming back to in-person. So here in Dallas specifically, our walk is going to be on November 12th at Continental Gateway Park. I have not experienced this walk, but I feel like I've experienced mm-hmm. it through others, other people's <laughs> yeah. experiences that I've heard. Um, and I can just picture it right from the videos that I've seen, from the testimonies that I've heard, all of the pictures, and just when I engage with a volunteer, how excited and supported they feel that this yeah. walk is coming back yeah. to our community. Because if you think about it, it's, you know, two, 3,000 people, you walk in, all of any type of shame that you felt gone, yeah. right? You just feel fully involved and you feel fully still where you are because there's no need for the anxiousness yeah. there's no need for the stress Everybody's because we all there get because it of the same thing yes yeah. we all get it so i know that maggie's house is going to be in the yes, resource center so there excited. So, super excited yeah. about that some other local organizations and it's just going to be a day full of grace mm-hmm. a day full of celebration but also a day full of remembering right yeah. remembering yes. why we're here remembering why shatterproof exists maggie's house exists all of these incredible organizations so we're super super excited about it coming back in person there's going to be some great things going on there um, our national memorial gallery will mm-hmm. be there so we bring that to every single walk oh, wow. um, it's probably one of the most significant pieces at our walk um, so the faces and stories will be there yeah. as the walk through and then, um, yeah, it's just going to be a great time for people to build relationships, right? Yeah. So I think one reason why we now have the walk is to build through communication. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's another family, another mom, right, that meets another mom. Yeah. And they bond through yeah. the loss of their child. Yeah. So they're able to build that connection there with the hopes that it will move forward and move out of the rise up against addiction space and they'll be able to have that support in the community. Yeah, and I think it's so special because really no one can understand what you're going Mm -hmm. through except for somebody else who's had that same experience. Whether you're the person in recovery, you've lost somebody, You have um, a loved one that's either still in their addiction or in recovery. Um, We get it in a way that other people don't. Mm -hmm. So for the walk, can people sign up and make a team and participate just as individuals or how does that work? Yes. So everyone is encouraged to either you can make a team, you can walk individually um, and don't be afraid of that option, right? Yeah. (laughs) Come by yourself because when you get there, you will no longer be by yourself. Um, You're going to be surrounded by, like I said, 2,000, 3,000 individuals. I promise you, you are going to find your family as soon as you walk in. But you can register at shatterproofwalk.org. If you're looking to register specifically here in Dallas, you can look up shatterproofwalk.org slash DFW. I will be there too. So if you are wondering what I look like, right, (laughs) let me put a face to the name. Um, Get on the Shatterproof website, go under staff, find Lauren Shields, and just connect with me. My information's on there, my email, phone number, and then I'm super excited because my mom's going to be coming and my great aunt. I am so excited. So I'm imagining, yes, like this is 
my place of work, but I'm imagining this experience is going to be super emotional for mm-hmm. me too. And I cannot wait to see both of them and myself yeah. put a sticker on our Celebrate Recovery wall, right? And put yeah. our why on it. Yeah. Um, so I am extremely grateful for um, events like this that take place, not just with Shatterproof, but within other organizations because it's needed and yeah. it builds community together. And this will be the first time that my mom, me, and my great aunt have ever experienced anything like wow. this, right? Yeah. yeah. We've never got to go to a meeting together. Yeah. We've never got to fully be surrounded in an, in an area where we don't have to hide that we are three generations (laughs) of individuals that struggle with substance use, right? So there's going to be three generations in my family that are there. So I'm just so excited and so grateful for the opportunity for this to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm so excited. I think I can't wait to see all of you there together. So yeah, the Magdalene House will be there as a resource. Um, If anyone is listening, that is part of our recovery community here at Maggie's and you want to be on our team to walk. We want to have as many people as possible and just have as much representation from our organization. So reach out to me or Lauren. Mm -hmm. Um, We'd love to have you. And then I know that there's also a fundraising piece attached to that too and that anyone can really participate in that as well, right? Yeah. So anyone is, anyone can fundraise. There's no registration fee, right? So I think the most important thing for, for Shatterproof And um, for me individually is I just want as many individuals there um, that are interested in learning more, um, that are uh, maybe they're healing, right? Or maybe you're there in that grieving process. Mm -hmm. I just want them to know that we're going to be there on that day. And we're also going to have resources, right? Several different types of resources and organizations that can support them, but also want to make a note for the individuals that are maybe afraid of coming, right? Mm-hmm. Because they are currently struggling. Do not be afraid. Yeah. Show up with us. Um, there will be individuals there to talk to. Gary Mendel will be there, our CEO. The rest of my team will be there. And it's really just going to be, um, it's going to be an incredible event. There's going to be several families that are there. Corporate organizations, right? Corporate yeah. companies. That's amazing. How great to yeah. see. I feel like we talked about that, you know, years ago. That wouldn't be no, a question. Yeah. Oh, you're struggling with substance use disorder? See you later, alligator, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's incredible to see this type of work and understanding in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just gonna be it's just gonna be incredible. Um so we encourage you to come out, celebrate and remember with us. Yeah. And you know, what you're saying too has reminded me of just you know, we try to connect with a lot of different organizations. Mm-hmm. You know, we here have a really specific mission and we know that people have other needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we try to work with a lot of the community to provide those resources. And I love working with other organizations that focus on, you know, substance use or mm-hmm. mental health. And so if there is an organization that wants to like collaborate with you or what is what have you seen with that piece of your work with the collaboration? Because I just love that. So that and I love that, too. Mm-hmm. Right. That's probably one of another one of my favorite parts about um, being involved in Chatterproof yeah. and in the recovery space, but also substance use disorder space, mental health illness spaces, it takes a village. So we have to rely on each other, Mm -hmm. right? So maybe there is a resource that Maggie's house has, and there's a family that calls us, there's an individual that calls us. 
you know, we don't have that specific resource that they're looking for. We're not local. So we can't um, be like, hey, Shatterproof's office is here. Come by. Yeah. Right. So at least through these partnerships and collaborations, I could be like, you know what? The Maggie's House, incredible organization here. Let me connect you with them. And yeah. I think that's the most important piece in collaborating. I would say for anyone that is looking to collaborate, contact me. Um, contact me. Reach out. And we are also kind of expanding in our ways that we collaborate too because we at Shatterproof are still growing as well Mm -hmm. and we're still learning so I think another beautiful part of that collaboration piece is kind of bouncing ideas off of one another of what collaboration would look like from each side of the organization and that's something that we're definitely open to right because like I said we're learning we're growing Um, things are changing and we're coming off of two years of isolation Mm -hmm. so yeah that's amazing well I think that was all of my questions. Um, is there anything else that you want to say about Shatterproof uh, or anything that you would want to tell people about that we haven't talked about already? I would just, I would just, you know, I go back to this, um, just because I, I understand from where I was before coming to Shatterproof, just to find, to find beauty, to find beauty in your story. And if you're, if you're needing support, if you're needing someone, um, if it's just for a coffee chat, if it's just for a phone call, if it's, you just want to FaceTime, text message, whatever it may be, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. And I'm sure the same for Ansley too. We want to be able to, um, support you. We want to get to know you and, um, that's, that's how we're going to make a difference in this world. It's going to, it's going to take a large community. It's going to take a village and it's going to take, it's going to take compassion, right? It's going to take heart. And the beauty in this is that we all can come together and nobody has to speak a word, but everybody knows what everybody's feeling. Yes. I was thinking that about the walk when you, when you walk in, don't be afraid to go because you don't have to go and explain yourself. You don't have to say, explain, Oh, this is why I was doing it. You know, it, we know, you know, we don't even have mm-hmm. to yeah. talk about it because we get it. There was a part in this video that we have where a friend of mine, she said, you know, when she came to Maggie's, nobody asked her why she drank. Yep. You know, everybody knew why because she's an alcoholic, yep. you know, not because of X, Y, Z. And so I just think that's going to be really beautiful to just go somewhere that, you know, people aren't going to be like, why'd you do that? Yep. Yes. Absolutely. Right bring bring those shames if you feel them right we empower you not to but if you still do bring those shames bring the burden bring bring the past bring the present bring where you want to go bring it all Mm -hmm. to continental gateway park and it will all be there and like you said you don't have to say a word just come for the experience Thank you, Lauren. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing with Shatterproof. I'm so excited to be working with you all and just continue to help provide resources and work with you all as a resource. Yeah, I'm excited too. This is, it's been beautiful being able to meet individuals like you, also learn about myself and my Mm -hmm. own stories and seeing so much hope right so much hope for other parents so much hope for other moms so much hope for sisters brothers aunts uncles it's a beautiful thing that we're doing yes it is there's definitely hope at the end of all of it so thank you so much thanks for having me this podcast is from the magdalene house a recovery community for alcoholic women we are a nonprofit organization located in Dallas, Texas, and we provide comprehensive recovery services to alcoholic women at absolutely no cost. You can learn more and support our mission at magdalenhouse.org.